and he could do this for a full season next year, maybe not at this clip, but even somewhere close, I will admit that I was wrong. Because Ahmed Rosario, Ahmed Rosario, right now, Rosario, Rosario, since the All-Star break in 29 games, sit down. You may need to pull up a chair for these stats right now. Ahmed Rosario, okay? He's batting 363. 363 batting average, a 407 on base percentage, a 550 slugging, and a 957 OPS. Did you hear that? 363 batting average, 407 on base, 550 slugging, 957 OPS. That, my friends, is ridiculous. Amazingly ridiculous. So on Med Rosario, I tip my cap to you. Jesus Christ, I didn't think you had it. But you got it. He's not getting enough love. McNeil getting the love. Alonso, the pitching staff, the whole thing. Ahmed Rosario. Very nice. I got to say, kid, very nice. Maybe it was them trying to put him in center field. Scared him. I don't know what it was. He's doing a great job. He's been a huge part of this winning streak, I don't think he gets enough love. That's my opinion. But with all the love going around, you know, driving with Joe, I watched the game. I watched the game. So I'm not 100% happy with everything in Met World. I watched the game. I watched the game inside the game. The game and the game and the game. And if you watched this doubleheader yesterday, it was it epitomized the entire season with Mickey Calloway and how he mismanages this bullpen day in and day out. I'm going to tell you right now, the fact that we were able to have Seth Lugo available for the save in that second game yesterday is a freaking miracle. I'm going to tell you why. Wilson comes in, the young lefty throwing 97 back from his injury. Good. Maybe we'll also get a little a little mojo going with Wilson. He goes in and has the easiest inning of his life. Before Wilson ends that inning, they get Lugo up, warming up. Then in the middle of that inning, they sit Lugo back down, bring Diaz up in a 6-2 game. Diaz then gets into some trouble in the ninth. He obviously ends up getting, getting, getting out of it. The Mets win that first game. But they get Lugo up twice to throw in the pen. Stupid. If you're giving the ninth inning to Diaz, then what do you have Lugo up for in the eighth with Wilson? It makes no sense. It's 6-2. It's 6-2. And if you want to say, well, Joe, Wilson gives up a home run right here. I want Lugo to come in 6-3. Fine. If he's coming in for an out, then he also has to pitch the ninth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then you don't have to do this. And you put Lugo in, and they got Diaz for the second game. No matter how you split it, Lugo did not need to get up and down, up and down, up and down. But you see it all year. Mickey Calloway, these bullpen pitchers have been absolutely dragged through the mud in social media, in the newspapers here in New York, with all that fans, and rightfully so. This bullpen has sucked this year. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you actually watch the games, these guys are not at 100% coming into the game because they're up and down, up and down, up and down. Just the sixth inning. 
It makes no sense. Have a plan. Have a plan. And I understand Wilson coming back from the injury. You don't want him to throw, you know, two, three innings. Listen to me. Have a plan. Tell me what the plan is. If it's pitch count, it's pitch count. But it can't be innings. See, this is where I lose my mind with the Mets and baseball right now when it comes to the bullpen. You can have a guy, Seth Lugo, Diaz, Wilson, Avilon, pick anybody. You can have anybody from any bullpen come out from any team and get three outs in around 10 to 12 pitches. They are not done. They should not be done. They should not be changed out. You want to change them out because it's a one-run game and your closer's coming in and you're just going with him because you know he's the better pitcher? Fine. You want to do that because of you had to now pinch it for him so he didn't get in that bat, so now you got to bring another pitcher. You had to warm up another pitcher. Fine. But you're talking to me in a 6-2 game. That guy threw the easiest inning of his life. He can't go out and at least get the, try to go with the ninth inning. You're telling me he can't do that? Maybe he can get three outs in seven pitches. It happens. It happens, especially when you're throwing strikes. That's a 6-2 game. So he's not squeezing out there. He's loose. Let him go out there and throw strikes. Complete mismanagement from the bullpen on and on it goes. And I'm telling you, this is why those one-run games, they do not go our way. Watch the game. These guys are up and down. They're up and down. They're throwing in the bullpen forever. It's a disaster. It's a freaking disaster. And good teams, what they do... Good teams, I'm not even talking great teams, good teams, they have set roles in the bullpen. They do. It doesn't mean that, you know, once in a while you can't finagle something, someone else come in and get a save, someone else come in and get a hold. It doesn't always have to be one guy in the seventh. Always, but you have an idea of what you're doing against what. Hey, listen, I'm the lefty specialist. You need a lefty out. Whatever inning, I'm your guy. Whatever it may be. But I don't understand the plan with this bullpen. We don't have the best bullpen in the world anyway. We can't now on top of that mismanage and get these guys tired and shot and then blame it on them as they're getting booed off the field when they blow games. Enough. And when it comes to Diaz, I told you I was very happy we didn't trade Diaz. I did not want to trade Diaz. I think that would be an absolute disaster for what we gave up for him and Cano, Kalenic and Dunn, to now, and what they're doing in the minors, you can't give up on Diaz. But... Diaz, you might as well call him Ricky Vaughn right now. He's throwing 99, 100 miles an hour. One fastball hits the guy. The next guy, it's over the head. The next guy, it's a perfect strike down the middle. I mean, he's an absolute head case. He's Ricky Vaughn. You know, he's got electric stuff. We just got to find a way to corral it and get him back on the, right, uh, on the right path. But the person also calling the game is a disaster. I mean, Nito calls a better game than Ramos. I'm going to get to Ramos in a minute. But Nito calls a better game than Ramos or he – He's just better behind the dish. They feel more comfortable with him, whatever it may be. If Callaway's calling the game, I'm telling you right now, it's, it's, it's brutal. You know, I'm, I'm going to be harder on him than I am on a guy like Tomas Nito, who I think, I don't care what his stats say, Tomas Nito has been better than we thought he was going to be, you know, especially defensively. And the, all the pitchers love him. So what can I tell you? When it comes to Ramos and behind the dish, where are all you Wilson Ramos haters now? I said Ramos months ago. I even said it two weeks ago. When people are like, oh, Travis Darno, he hit the home run, the walk-off, you know, against the Yankees. And, oh, we love Travis Darno. Wish we had him back. Here's what I want you guys to do. See, you Mets fans, see, this is where I want to punch in the face. Mets fans, if you're sitting there right now as a Mets fan and you say, I hate Wilson Ramos, he sucks. Okay. I wish I had Travis Darno back. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to pull up Darno's stats. I want you to pull up Ramos' stats. I'm going to tell you right now, save you a few seconds, they're almost identical for this year, okay? 
Ramos has a, a better a WAR war, okay, but they're almost identical. And here's what I here's the two cents on that. Travis Darno is having the season of his life. Wilson Ramos is having a down year. And they're the same stats. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? This is Darno's done. This, this isn't Darno. He's just having a great year for him, which is batting 260 and hitting 1215 home runs. That's all it is. So stop killing Wilson Ramos. The pitchers don't like him. They don't like how he frames. They don't like it. Leave that between him and the pitchers, all right? Greg Maddox had his own – loved Eddie Perez, okay, instead of Javi Lopez. So don't don't give me this bullshit. It's not a personal thing. It's a professional thing. Leave it alone. Wilson Ramos is bad. You want in the lineup, and I don't give a shit what you're saying. And the guy's having a down year, a down year. And if you want to compare him to Travis Starno, you're out of your fucking mind, okay? Travis Starno is only having this season. It's the best year of his life. Ramos has had better years every year before then. He's having a down year now. What else is new wearing a Mets uniform? And he's still, still just as good, if still not slightly better than Travis Darno. Stop with the Travis Darno bullshit that I keep hearing from Mets fans. Stop it. Stop it. That in itself should tell you. Same stats. Darno having a fluke grade season. Ramos having a down season. And they still have the same stats. So enough with that. Enough with that. But the exciting part about right now as a Mets fan is you get to sit back in August, August 6th, and you get to enjoy a team that's over 500. We need to sweep the Marlins, okay? We need to sweep the Marlins, but we really need to at least win one out of the next two and be two games over 500. Three games over 500 would be nice. This National Series is huge. The Mets go win this National Series. Let me tell you, you're going to hear a lot more excitement from driving with Joe, and you're going to hear a lot more excitement from all the New York Mets fans and you should. So, number one, Ahmed Rosario, he needs as much love as McNeil and Alonzo right now. Number two, Mickey Calloway, again, head up his ass all day long. And whoever, whether it's him or the pitch coach, whoever, is managing that bullpen, they need to get their shit together. Number three, okay, stop with the Wilson Ramos. Stop hating Wilson Ramos. I didn't hear anybody complain about Wilson Ramos with a home run and six RBIs the other day. Didn't hear it. Did not hear it. Okay, and he's going to bat 260, 270, which is all we ever wanted from our catcher with our pitching staff. Okay, and this offense is going to be just fine. They're going to be just fine. Number four, I'm going to add this. Luis Guillorme, enough with this guy. Okay, he, he, he's like the uh, freaking generic version of Fernando Vina, I wish. All right, this guy's not even Fernando Vina. Remember that guy with the thin beard? Okay, he goes plays the Cardinals, the Tigers, everybody else. This guy's not even him. He sucks. Get him out of here. I'd rather see Hechevaria at second. Okay, with Cano missing some time, and if now McNeil's got to go back to the outfield or whatever. All right, when he gets back. I don't know. Whatever they want to do with him. I can't see Luis Guillaume on this team anymore. He's disgusting. He sucks. You know, I tried to root for the guy. He, he's fucking brutal. Get him off the team. Okay, I, I don't care what you do with him. Have him mop floors for all I care. The guy sucks. He, he's absolutely terrible. But right now for the Mets, let's go win tonight. Zach Wheeler, it's raining right here in New York, 2 p.m. I think it's going to clear up. Zach Wheeler tonight needs to be Zach Wheeler. Steven Matz needs to be a grown-up tomorrow if he gets into any, any shit tomorrow afternoon. They need to go sweep the Marlins, okay, be three games over 500, and then go take the National Series. And all of a sudden, they'll put everybody on notice. New York Mets fans, time to be excited. Woo! I got to tell you, the Mets are over 500. Meaningful games in August. About damn time. LFGM, Alonzo. LFGM. I'll see you later.